Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everyone suddenly wants a parakeet alarm clock. Grudge the cat steals the show. And Allurian has a non-speaking role. What else is new? Hey, everybody, and welcome to, and Melissa is fanning her armpits in face. Welcome to <laughs> The Seventh Rule with Ciroc Lock. <laughs> hello, hello. What was that, a snarl? <laughs> <laughs> we are joined by a very special guest, Melissa Longo, and also a very special guest, slightly less special, just kidding, equally special, Rico E. Anderson, who snorts. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here, guys and gals. My name is Ryan Husk, by the way. We are reviewing Season 3, Episode 1 of Star Trek Discovery called That Hope Is You, Part 1. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, doing good. Good to see you, Rico, man. Good to see you, too, Sarah. It's it's been a while, man. This lockdown keeps us all all separated, but thank God for this. It's it's awesome. It's always great to know that you guys are still out here doing what you're doing and, and uh, you know, just keeping it moving. We, we do what we do as creatives, you know? Yeah. Oh. It's also good to see Melissa. Yeah, it's okay. Always. It's always good to see Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> great to see you, Melissa. Thanks. It's good to see you, too. My favorite is when Ryan says, she classes up the place. I like that. Aww. She does. That's so sweet. She classes <laughs> up the joint. There are very <laughs> few people that class up our joint. Melissa is definitely at the top of that list. Um, Rico, you're pretty far down that list. I'm the lower decks of classing up yeah, any yeah. joint. So. <laughs> you, bring, you bring the funny, though. So huh. That's cool. The fun or the E? Funny, not fun. Oh, oh okay. okay. E fun. Glad we cleared that part up, because <laughs> good lord. If you were a rapper, you'd be E funny. No, oh, really? Like E40? No? Oh, no really? Oh, my no, God. Okay. I'll, I'll show myself out. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get uh, sued. There's Scott's laugh track. <laughs> yeah, we need it. We need some laugh tracks. So this is so good. Is there a wah, wah, wah? wah, wah. <laughs> so... We just watched the uh, first episode of season three of Star Trek Discovery. Lots of crazy stuff, lots of fun stuff. Can we just start with the elephant in the room? I already mentioned it. The bright red and other colored parakeet alarm clock. Are they going to merchandise that or what? I think everybody's going to want a parakeet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. You kidding? Yeah, but they have to have a parakeet responsibly. Pets are no joke. Their work, <laughs> their responsibility. You know, if you, you see a dog on TV that you like, commit to the dog. Don't just say, oh, it's cute for now, but now I'm going to go sh- drop it off to the shelter because it, I'm bored with it. Anyway. Some, 
Something tells me though, and just we all call like me crazy. Lectured for a second. We're like, oh, no. sorry, we're getting serious now. Hang on. Sorry. I feel like we should have Sarah McLaughlin like in the background singing. <laughs> it's, probably so right. <laughs> it's like sorry. I feel so bad. Oh my gosh. Here, here's the only thing though. I think in that not not to knock what you're saying, Melissa, but I have a feeling that the them selling it is going to be. They're not going to be real parakeets. What? Yeah. I, you'd think, but you I'm know, just, saying. just in case. Yeah, I think there'll be hologram parakeets. Yeah, because because yeah. you'd have to question why it's like, what did they do to that poor parakeet to have it all? This digital? is well, yeah. This is true, but it, you know, uh, after Finding Nemo, how many people went out to find buy clownfish? And this is true. This is true. See, you guys, we make jokes, but Melissa has a good point. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> For lecturing us correctly, <laughs> <laughs> she's just putting things in perspective. You know, right. let's not let's not get carried away and abuse parakeets. Exactly, right. and uh, you know, and the the lack the uh, over fishing of the clownfish, you know, disrupts the kelp forest. So, yeah. right, yeah. we're still recovering from the great gormagander problems of 2017. <laughs> not sure what that is, but okay. Gormagander. <laughs> I'm with was, you on that, Rick. It was the Giants. Oh no, was that that was second season? Maybe the giant space whale from Discovery. Oh, oh, that, yeah. That you they guys. were eating uh, at the the the. No, the thing that no. that Harry Mud flew in on. Right. The giant Gormagander. Yeah. Right, but remember when they went to that planet and and Tilly was eating something and they were like it was space whale. Wasn't that the same thing? They just. Maybe. Oh. I'm not a nerd. I don't know everything about everything. <laughs> well, you did say Gormagander three times. You did <laughs> say no, Gormagander. Like, huh? Right. <laughs> if you say it three times, it appears. So be careful. <laughs> Hopefully not in your living room. That would be bad. Like the candy man? <laughs> yeah. Except the candy man uh, is, uh, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Who played Jake Sisko, actually. Yeah. He did. Um, I like the bird clock. I thought it was a nice little touch. And that's actually one of the things that makes me excited when I watch Star Trek. I like to see little hints into the future, little futuristic ideas. And they've been so good about doing that throughout the the series and throughout the franchise history. Um, Just introducing products that eventually make it to to the real world. But I just like seeing the technology kind of advance and advance. And I thought that this episode gave us a, a real good glimpse at some of those things that I'd like to see. Right. And that whole first scene had all, so much good stuff. I was hoping to talk about that a little bit, even though it was only like two or three minutes. It was so good. We see this dude who eventually ends up being Michael's communications officer, which I thought was awesome. I love that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was such a great opening sequence of him cleaning himself and him carrying that box that we find out later, uh, we'll just say it, that flag, for some reason, I was blown away how beautifully folded and packed that flag was. I was like, dude, that's like a work of art. Yeah. I don't know why I was so yeah. obsessed with that, the way that it was folded, but somebody yeah. did that. Yeah, it's obviously a play on how the military folds flags to, yeah. and gives them to the uh, families of people who have passed away, and so that's, a, that's kind of a military oh. thing. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I think they just took that concept and expanded it with the United Federation of Planets kind of idea. 
But um, I did like that opening scene. One of the things I really liked was the bed and the way it collapsed into the floor like sand. Um, I thought that was another cool visual effect um, for like, you know, talk about cleaning up your room real fast. That's that's (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If only we had that for our studio apartments, it would be like, (laughs) no, jeez. This bed is in the way. If I just didn't have this shelf in the way. Right, right, right. Computer. But, it also but, makes it so that you don't need as big of a place to live. You only yeah. need this little spot because, like, right. your bed pops up, you sleep in it. But then, if it disappears, it's right. not taking up space anymore. You just stay in yeah. a ten by eight spot, and you're good. Well, Sarak, I, I think you really called uh, called it when you when you mentioned the fact that um, the technology that we see in Star Trek will one day be the thing that we all use today. It, it's, it's, it's proven. It's literally proven science that has been even admitted to be inspired by, right. by what we've seen yeah. on Star Trek. So who knows? I, yeah, that, that digital parakeet may soon be... Probably uh, the most recent one, just <laughs> as of a couple years ago, yep. is the uh, Universal Translator. That's, yeah. that's yes. actually, that's actually cool happening, that? too. Yeah. It's here. It's in a, yeah. yeah, in a couple of different ways, like you know, so, yeah. like on our phones and and and. Uh, yeah. How dope is that, man? It is. That is pretty dope. <laughs> you can. Well, yeah, well, we're we're making communication easier, right? Yeah. When people are able to now travel to countries where they don't speak the language and still be able to ask things and talk to yeah. people, that's yeah. a beautiful way to connect all of us. Um, but yeah, it's the technology. I just like seeing the concepts. And I don't, you know, I don't know how they get about discovering where they want to go with these kinds of things. I don't know if the writers are sitting in the room and say, yeah, the bed dissolves into the thing or if they have a technical person that just works on those kinds of things. But yeah. um, the floating desk, you know, the chair that appears out of, you know, out of nowhere, um, the teeth, the brushing of the teeth. Right. Yeah. Without, if I could just get my teeth clean like that, that makes it even, a lot easier. Even like the controls, you know, like what uh, my man was using on, on the ship, which you saw very similar to what was in the in the office. You know, they just, and then it comes up and they're just like, blah, 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 you know, as far as like pressing buttons and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And there seems to be a lot more efficiency right. with, with the way things operate. Which and is then, a little fun. Cause and then... He sits and checks for signals, signs of signals or signs of, what, was, what did they say exactly? What was the wording they used? Checking for um, signs of <clears throat> something, but. Uh, I'm not sure, but. I it was, scanning, it was just signals. I think they said scanning for signals. That's scanning what it was. For yeah. sig- okay, and signals was such, the main thing. That was such a poetic little ending. Then he does all that. Then he sits down and he just scans for right. signals every mm. day of his sad life it's like whoever like works at nasa who, who's in charge of waiting you know listening for yeah. that that yeah. sign of life to to, right. to hit their whatever their satellite or whatnot um yeah that would that actually under seti which is the that particular right. branch that there you listening, go listening for uh yeah. frequencies and sounds but mm-hmm. yes i know what you mean one thing I will say about Discovery, and, and they have not failed in this at all, is their their visual effects are just mm. insane. Yeah. Just gorgeous. Freaking that w- gorgeous. That was one of my questions watching this, is where did they film it? I felt like they were in New Zealand or oh somewhere. Oh my gosh. Iceland. Yeah, that was my Iceland. question too. Was it Iceland? I believe it's Iceland. Okay. okay. Um, it yeah, gorgeous, it's beautiful. Man. Amazing. So beautiful. Yeah, yeah uh, like these black sand beaches. 
Yes. Yeah. And that water. Uh, oh, and the water, gosh. And the, the cliffs, and the, and just the rolling desert kind of, but not desert, but kind of. It was yeah. weird. It was just, it was beautiful, and I yeah. just said, "Wow, where did they film this?" My guess was New Zealand, but Iceland mm-hmm. sounds pretty exotic too. I do want to give a quick shout out when we're talking about production value, Rico. You're saying how it always looks amazing, and it does. I mean, absolute ten out of ten, A plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On top of that, the sound is amazing, which is mm-hmm. why I went to go grab something because the sound is so good. And I'm listening to it on my crappy computer speakers until today because Star oh. Trek Discovery sent me. Wow. I saw that. Awesome I, thing. That is I so saw cool. that when you posted it. I was like, it's is that a speaker? Really, really cool. Really good. And suddenly right. I can hear stuff the way it's meant to be heard. <laughs> so trust, trust me, guys, it's worth it to have good speakers because you, otherwise you're missing out on, on half the fun. Uh, Discovery's sound quality is amazing. Big kudos yeah. for mm-hmm. that too. We, you know, like when, when we would uh, uh, do like uh, Andre's watch party, shout out to Andre Kotman. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's got that, man, he's got that bomb sound. Boom. Yeah, system. he does. I mean, he when does. You, hear, you hear that bass, baby, it's just like... I have a question for you. Was it was the intro music different than the entire intro? Was that the same? Is that the same intro that they're using? That's the same music, just different graphics. uh, The graphics were different. Graphics were different. Yeah, yeah. Right, because I noticed the change in the intro, and I was like, "Well, this I I couldn't figure it out. I knew the graphics were different, but I did. I wanted to know if the music was also different. I noticed the original series soundtrack kind of playing at the tail end of the." The opening credits. Yeah. Uh, that's right. always kind yeah. of been there. That's it always might been there. Be, yeah. If anything, yeah. maybe it's an updated version. I didn't notice it being mm-hmm. any. I didn't notice it being a different song. It might be updated, kind of like uh, everybody knows on Enterprise after the second season, they updated to kind of a snazzier version of Faith <laughs> yeah, of the Heart. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got Faith of the Heart too. Well, and I feel a lot more hip too. <laughs> so I did kind of interrupt the uh, the flow of the conversation, which had led to Iceland, and where where Michael meets Book. Um, we'll skip the science there because there was a lot of stuff that make made my eyebrows raise, like when she collides with a spaceship and then crashes onto a planet, but she's fine. Well, the spacesuit absorbs a lot of the shock. Right, yeah, but Ryan. You're, but you're in the space suit. I know, but that's <laughs> it's why like if you're if you're wearing a suit of armor and you fall and and crash onto the ground, you're that the suit of armor is going to have an impact on the ground, but you're going to have an impact on the suit of armor and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, but, but we're skipping that. We're skipping no, all this. But she did, she did, that's yes, that's yeah. why she rebooted while right. she was falling, yeah. so and it she would said activate impact shields, yeah, exactly, yeah. and reverse thrusters. So exactly. yes, I'm with you, Melissa. They I kind caught, of explained that away a little bit. So they I gave did us catch that too. It's true. They they covered yeah. it. I was just still a little like, <laughs> mm, mm. it's like Iron Man. Think about Iron Man when he takes yeah. all the hits that he takes. Hey, you know? Iron Man does it because he has a magic <laughs> shield <sheet> gun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, touche. (laughs) And then the conversation went completely south. (laughs) Iron Man built that thing to to withstand a million suns, and you know it. (laughs) Thank you for watching. (laughs) I would say that, you know, the first thing that jumps out at at me is just the production level. This this is like feature film production. When yes. I watch this, yeah. it's like I'm watching a movie. There's no, it doesn't feel like I'm watching a TV show yeah. and that they're working with a TV show budget. The outfits right. are ridiculous. 
Because I love their the leather and the uh, just the, the you know the outfits. So all mm -hmm. of the costume designing in this is just fantastic. Um, the makeup is great. I mean, we got to see the Andorians. We got to see the Orions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like the makeup. I like the I like the way it visually looks. It's like so clean. Um, the sets are seamless. You don't see any flaws in the in the background and the design. Yeah. I just think mm -hmm. that if there's one show that you would be really looking your best as an actor on, it's this show because they're giving you all the benefits of the lighting and the Great wardrobe point. and uh, and the uh, cameras. This is the show. Yeah. When you're yeah. talking about aliens, uh, you did not mention the Lurians, which we mentioned on Deep Space Nine a few times. That's Morn's alien, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. And that's why yeah. I mentioned at the very beginning, I said the Lurian has a non-speaking role. Yeah. What else is new? Big surprise. Because <laughs> right? I was waiting, I was like, we knew there was going to be a Lurian in there because we saw the images of it. But the yeah. whole question for me was, is he going to say something? And the answer was you, no. You know what? Yeah. When when the monster was coming out and eating all the people, yeah. I was yeah. hoping that they would do a thing where it, it uh, the monster would eat the Lorian, and right as it's like chomping on him, all you hear is ah, and then he just dies. But that would be like the only time in how many years? Seven years of DS Nine, and yeah. how many years after that that you hear something? But it's just like literally like a little peep. It's kind of like Maggie from The Simpsons. You only heard her yeah. once actually belt out something. So right. if I remember correctly, yeah. wasn't it Immo Radka out in Germany that told us that they have, uh, you know, overdubbed versions in in German where Morn yeah. like laughs in one yeah. thing or something, right? Well, really? Yeah. yeah, I yeah. remember that. I don't remember specifics, but I do remember him mentioning. I, that. I would like the Lurians to hmm. sound like a dolphin. You know, <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think you know making those dolphin clicks and sound. I think that would be like perfect. <laughs> that's how they talk. Right when you're waiting to hear words, like, that's what you hear. It's like right. right. You're like squeals really? and whistles. Yeah, <laughs> just to just to torture that actor. They're like, okay, now make some dolphin sounds real quick. And they're like, what is a dolphin? Sound? Like, e -e -e -e. yeah, go ahead. Okay, put yeah, the boom yeah, mic okay. right on him. Okay, here we go. Right. And action. Uh, All right, right. Uh, e -e 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 -e. Put some fuck. I'm repeating you here. Yeah. One more time with clicks from the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still rolling. Yeah. Still rolling. Yeah. Still rolling. <laughs> We're just going to oh just keep gosh. doing this until the wheels fall off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so stereotypical to just be like, he's, you know, because they're all big dudes. It was like, but it'd just be hella funny if this, this person just had kind of like a, a Mike Tyson type squeaky ass voice on the thing. The Mike like, Tyson of aliens. Right. It's yeah. like, really? Big old, big, big dude alien, man. He's got that. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, never know. Right, 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 right. That's how he talks when no one's watching. Yeah. Basically, like Cardi B when she's doing her little. Right. You know, one of those. Right, 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 right. Uh, I actually thought of our entomologist, uh, Dr. Sue. When they had the insect scene where the where that one insect was eating like the other insect, uh -huh. right. yeah, that was really cool. That was pretty yeah. great. Yeah, yes. yeah, I actually like that, and I I like those touches. You know, um, what about this actor, this guy that they play playing uh, Cleveland Booker? Uh, I like real quick, him. Real yeah. quick, uh, Susan V. Gruner, if you're watching this. Let us know what you thought of those two insects. Like when right. when we watch things, we try to go like, does that seem like a real insect? You know, yeah, uh, but yeah. you've but she's got an even keener eye where she could look closely and be like, 
there's no way that, you know, an exoskeleton can move in a way or something like that. <laughs> right, you know? right. And so let us know when oh, you saw God. those, Sue, what did you think of that? But anyway, yeah, the guy that plays, uh, what's his name? Something Booker? B- Booker. Cleveland. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Great. Pretty fun. I love that he's an I animal lover. I like Yes. I like his cat, Grudge the Cat, who's a giant beast. I'm going to tell you, though, for two seconds, for two seconds, I thought we were seeing the return of, like, the the alien race that was uh, Gary Seven was behind. Because if you remember Gary Seven from the original series. Sorok does. Yeah, he had a cat. Yes, he was there. Uh, He had a cat. (laughs) He had a cat. And the cat was Isis. Name is Isis. But I don't know. For two seconds, I was like, I wonder if that's the dude from the planet where they all own cats and the cat turned into a human. When uh, he was being really sweet to his cat, was he being like, ice, ice, baby. Oh no. Hi, Isis, baby. Oh no. (laughs) See how he doubles down. Yeah, he doubles down. You got to just. Really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, right. He makes you stay here. (laughs) He makes you stay here and listen to it. I, I don't know how you guys do it every week. (laughs) <laughs> See, that's why I only jump on the show once every other month because I'm that's like, why Melissa was fanning her pits. She's like, "All right, here we go. Here, here, comes, another the, dose. here comes the gone these guys." I tell you, another dose. Another. Anyway, so we're talking about book. We really yes. we're only interest. Uh, we're really only uh, introduced to like what two characters? There are three characters total. There's Michael. Right. We already knew. Right. We met Booker T. And uh, we can call him Booker T. That's a wrestler, one of the coolest wrestlers ever, TV champion. I was thinking Booker T. Washington. Yeah, there is also a Booker T. Washington. <laughs> There's also a Corey Booker. Kind of more famous than the wrestler, Brian. But go ahead. Not in, some, not in all circles. Let me tell you. King, all right. King Unfortunately, Booker. Some people know what I'm talking about when I say King Booker. Okay. The brother stole the brother's name and made it more <laughs> famous than the brother whom the name, name? Hang came on. from. Rico, uh, how do you know he's a brother unless you know who I'm talking about? See, I just outed you. You know, I know Booker who Booker T. T. Okay, the, the wrestler. Yes, yeah, we know. know we know. Who I know. Okay. I know. Saying, white we're dude. just saying, you know, King that, Booker. Anyway, anyway, the it. point is, uh, oh yeah. So, and then there's the communications officer whose name. Yeah. I don't remember. And there was a little bit of the Orion and, and the Orion and Andorian duo that were really funny right. that like squabbled yeah. with each other. I yeah. hope we see more of them. Mm-hmm. But really, it, it's a two and a half character show so far. It's, it's Michael, it's Booker, and then with a little side order of communications guy whose name escapes me. But well, Which great. I, I love. Love. Mm-hmm. I yeah. loved that because yeah. it was so stripped down compared to the previous. It's a great um, intro, yeah. Yeah, and, and you really got to know one Booker in a way. We, yeah. we don't know all the facets about him, but we, yeah. and then we got to know more about Burnham, which was really nice. You know, you, you yeah. have the protagonist and you want to know and feel for your protagonist. And, and I think that we got that from this first episode. Yeah. And uh, real quick, I looked him up. That communications officer character's name is... Aditya Sahil, uh, played Aditya by Sahil. Adil Hussein. And to be honest, I really liked him a lot. I hope we see a lot of him. Yeah. I hope he was very just, solid. I yeah. love very him. solid. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. he portrayed that guy, you know, that person who's, you know, holding it down, 
you know, mm-hmm. after 900 years, it, it really more than that of what the Federation was all about. I mean, to hold all that down and, and to deliver yeah. the way he did, it, it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. He is the hope of the Federation up yeah. until that point until yeah. Burnham comes. And then yeah. she, she just supports that hope, which is wonderful. And then, yeah. and then you remember hearing that he only had two, uh, two ships. Out. Yes. I guess there's only That's two so ships cool. out there. And, but he didn't say which ones, which makes me wonder if there's an enterprise out there. Cause maybe, cause you know, That's the enterprise is always, dude. <laughs> I, I <don't> know. <laughs> but there are only two yeah. ships within range because right. they no longer have good communications range. That's all right. great story device. Right. I thought that's that's great. Yeah. So there are only two of them within range. For all we know, there could be hundreds, or there could only be four. That's true. That's true. Or right. Probably not very many, but their communications yeah. are very low. So it makes it really stripped down, uh, like you mentioned. Uh, it's like it, snail mail awesome. now. Yeah, it's like snail that. mail in the 900. Nine, well, they're, well, they're dealing with something, a topic that I don't think hasn't been covered in, in, in Star Trek, and that's the demise of the Federation. Mm-hmm. Right. It no longer existing. I think this is a brand new concept that you know really should, took me back. Like, oh, really? There's no federation. Like, yeah. So what's the what's the structure like? What's the order like? Who, are, you know, yeah. are, are, is everybody beefing or is everything okay? Like, how is what's going on? So I think that that's a good setup for the future. I want to see how that's going to resolve itself and how the federation gets restored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was great. I also wanted to give a shout out to the um, the man holding it down for for Starfleet all this time, the uh, captain, of the uh, communications officer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I was really moved in that scene. I, I almost got to tears in that when he told her that she was the hope he was waiting for, and uh, I thought that was like a remarkable scene. Yeah. What cigarette do you smoke, Doctor? That question was asked a few years ago of one hundred thirteen thousand five hundred and ninety-seven doctors. The brand name most was Camel. Recently, that question was again asked of tens of thousands of doctors across the country. Doctors in all branches of medicine. And again, the brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to these nationwide surveys, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Friends, smoke the cigarette so many doctors enjoy. Change to Camel for 30 days and see how mild, how flavorful, how enjoyable a cigarette can be. Yes, change to Camels for 30 days, and you'll stay with Camels from then on. How mild, how mild, how mild, how mild can a cigarette be? Make the Camel 30-day test, and you'll see. Smoke Camels and see. When will your adventure begin? Join the Federation and become part of a mission to traverse to the skies. You can help our humanitarian missions and you can help our disaster response units. In a world where political discourse has left a void in our world's ability to help hurricane and other natural disaster victims, it's the role of the Federation to stand tall and make a difference. Shop the Federation Promenade and make your donation at trekfederation.com today. Rusty, stop bouncing your knee. You're shaking the floor. What are you talking about, Leroy? I'm just sitting here. That's not me. Well, what's vibrating the floor? Coffee! Coffee, coffee, coffee! I love American Fried Roasters coffee! Chris, how much coffee have you had, man? I can see sounds. Be right back. 
Order today and you can get our once-in-a-lifetime, everyday low price. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. I also want to give credit to the fact that, for the most part, we only had two actors in this whole show. And it just, Mm -hmm. it didn't feel like it was lacking in any way. I was completely... um, Watching from beginning to end with no with no dips or no moments where I was like, oh, this is not moving fast enough for me, or this is this is moving too slow, or or this is not believable. I, I was really taken with the story, the pace of the story, the way the actors were able to captivate me, mm-hmm. and and I also want to make a shout out to the fact that you know we're watching a whole show with two black actors as the as the lead, and the the common misconception was that black actors couldn't carry shows and 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 have be be leading roles in, in, in shows yeah and that this is something that actually like tears blows that out of the water so yeah right it, it, really, it, it was yeah. it was easily done too like it wasn't it didn't like struggle there was no like you said there were no slow parts there were no parts where you kind of like look away or you even <laughs> think like hey where are the other characters it it was like an origin story for the season it was mm-hmm. it was their origin story for the season. And I'm sure after that we're going to find out about the discovery, and then the two storylines will come together. But this one was an origin story for <laughs> what's going on in the future in, the, in that universe, and for the main character Michael's new storyline with another one of the new main characters, who is this Booker fellow. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think, Rico? <laughs> were you pissed the whole time? Were you like, I'm sick of these guys. I want to see none. <laughs> This is not Star Trek. No, all that. Right? <laughs> no. Well, first of all, I just I just want to say that um, you know, piggybacking off of what you said, Sirak. First of all, um, and this is no shade at all because I I agree with everything that you, that you said. But then I also look at where this really really seriously started, and that was DS Nine with you and Avery Brooks in that mm-hmm. relationship. I mean, that really kicked off what you said in terms of who could carry a show in, right. on, of, of this magnitude and how mm-hmm. it's and how it's it carried over to when you saw like a lot of the black admirals when you saw when cassidy uh came onto the scene and you saw that love first of all you see the love of a father and a son and a black father taking mm-hmm. care of a son and and that dynamic and and then just and then just the black family structure and you know, and it's all in space. He's you know, it's in the future. So that that credit really needs to go to what you and Avery Brooks did, um, and and what we saw last night in Discovery is is just a credit is is a huge credit to that. And and yeah, man, and you know, it's it's it was a beautiful thing to see on on both accounts. So just adding on to what you were saying, but giving credit where where credit is definitely due, just as much from what you guys did 20 some years ago. Right. Beautiful. Um, Very well done. He's like, Sirac, yeah. you're not escaping without uh, your credit coming yeah. in. Uh, also, you guys lower, decks, it off. lower decks. Yeah, we, we did it kick it too. off. And, and, and that was, and that was then also a, a common misconception that you couldn't have black people in lead roles and carry mm-hmm. shows of this magnitude. And we did, um, Avery and I were able to uh, dispel of that myth, but I'm glad to see it carrying forward today. And I'm glad to see it um, also being, you know, something that doesn't uh, inhibit them from trying to do this kind of story and trying to make these kinds of stories because we are getting good television. We're getting good programming and, uh, and it doesn't have to be even seen through the lens of color. I just want to acknowledge that it is. Um, 
But we also get a lot of growth on Burnham to, to this. As we're now starting to strip away, you know, all of the, the layers. Yeah. And I think that her and Booker's conflict and their kind of uh, back and forth with each other is revealing a lot about who she is. And I, I do like the tension between the two characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys true. think they're going to end up hooking up or what? Oh, yeah. It's in the trailer, yeah. isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Once, once you got your shirt off in the first I know. First thing. <laughs> Burnham's like this. <laughs> right, right, right. She's Let me just She's peel this off real quick. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. We're in Iceland. I think I should go shirtless for a minute. Yeah. Uh, we're in yeah. Iceland. Why is it so warm in here? <laughs> yeah. It's because they're, they're rolling around yeah. in the gravel on each other. Yeah. Like, oh, boy, this is such a tough wrestling match right now. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. You already saw that. Ryan, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I think I cut you off, but you were mentioning uh, Lower Decks a second ago. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, the Lower Decks also is doing a great job with that. I mean, yeah, character is black. Uh, the captain is black. The admiral is black. Now, they get a little, it's a little less points because they're all in the same family. So, of course, right. you know, there's something kind of going on there. But it's still really cool that, you know, they're willing to do that to say, like, look, you know, they can be the leads. They can be in positions of power. Right. They could be wrestling around in the gravel, you know. <laughs> and, and what is, I wanted to ask, because I don't know, is, is Booker's character an alien race that we've seen before? This, this forehead that glows? I don't think like we that? know. I, I, well, we I think don't know anything early. yet. Yeah. Melissa? Yeah. I don't know anything on that. No, no I don't know anything on that. So that'd be oh, cool. Well, he is, he is British, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't hold that. I don't know what that is. I'm still, I'm still kind of holding on to the possibility he could be that alien race that Gary Seven was from. Again, he's got a cat. He's from another, oh, possibly no. from another planet. What, 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 what was Gary Seven's? Did he have that kind of ability with prayer and you know meditation and, and whatnot? Well, the and thing about accent. it is, yeah, exactly. No, the the <laughs> thing about it is they didn't really touch on like any extra like powers that he may have had or any abilities. That, but the cat did change to human at one point at, at the end of the episode of, of the um, original series episode for just a brief second. So look, anything goes in this. So it's very possible. And th- you know, this is just a Rico theory here, but, um, and we all know how those go, but yeah, you know, um, so yeah, that's my, that's, that's a potential theory that it's I have not one. seen. I haven't seen it in any of the threads. At least I didn't. I, so I it starts it. here. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Rico is breaking news right now. You heard it right here. <laughs> I could be breaking the news with this news. I don't know. But what do you yeah. think about the burn? Do we think that has anything to do with Michael Burnham? Ooh. Probably not, like- but it's always possible that maybe she has to go mm. back in the past or they, they attribute oh. it to her. They, they don't know what it is, but they think she did something. They say that's the day that the galaxy took a hard left. That's when all the dilithium ignites throughout the galaxy and wipes everything out. So now we know what happened to the Federation. It wasn't that another race wiped them out. It's that something wiped everything out. And now we're basically living in the Star Wars uh, galaxy where things are kind of sparse. and The Wild West, Mm -hmm. essentially. Um, I don't know. It could be or it could have something to do with her mom. Ooh, right. also true. This is true. 
Um, I know there were a couple of like uh, theories that were floating around um, that they touched on that had a connection with Voyager, and they were saying that it had some connection to the the Omega Directive, uh, the Omega, the Omega, what's it called? Um, Prime Directive, the Omega Directive, I think it is. And basically, there's this element that if if any captain finds it, you got to destroy it, no questions asked. And oh, the was, Omega Particle or something like that. Yeah, something oh, like that. Yeah. And they said that it could like literally just just screw up everything. And so they were tr- they were saying that there could be a connection to that. Um, oh, it was just a theory, though. What about in the reboot JJ movies? There's that drop of red, that red, the red stuff. matter, the red, the red matter. matter. What if right. what if they're connecting those those franchises, those series? Kurtzman yeah. did just do an article where he said he wanted to he wanted to have uh, have more of a connection, even though they're technically already connected because Spock from the TV show goes back in the time and. Right. It's the same spot, but but what if what if that's it's the red matter that causes that? Mm. Mm. It is a red matter. Mm. Let's all stroke uh, our beards in uh, anticipation. Yeah. Of there you go. Mm. Mm. Ciroc wins that one. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I had to shave mine off. So. <laughs> where did uh, where did Burnham send that suit that she was flying in? Where does she she like sent it I up? Think it was self It's basically like you know Timmy stuck in a well. You know, she's like, she's sending uh, the, she's sending the suit out to go find help basically as like a smoke signal. I think she, she sent it out and and said self-destruct, which means she's probably going to send it up and explode and hoping that discovery will be like, Oh, we just detected some explosion. Oh, you think that's what it was? Okay. All right. I think she said self-destruct when she sent it up there. She did. Cause my question was like, why is she destroying the suit? Yeah, you need that suit. It's a, it's a <laughs> flare. A She's shooting out a flare. It's a smoke signal. How come she yeah, just I, couldn't shoot I'd out a flare? Him. Yeah, I'd keep that suit. That you can travel. <laughs> you, you travel with this. It's a ship, basically. It's that was basically. a dope ass suit. Yeah. But now they ship. have personal Check out my transporters. Suit, girl. So yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's or true. maybe she if she need the suit. <laughs> maybe if she's sending the suit back out, you know, to safety, maybe she could have hopped in it too before she left, or before you know. Kind of be like, well, and, and, and then I was so like, and, and then I was like, this suit's working perfectly fine now after it just crashed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, and you just scrapped it. <laughs> or maybe it wasn't, and that's why she sent it out. I Go guess. fix yourself. Go find a place to fix yourself. Right, right. Think about what you did. <laughs> you naughty, naughty suit. <laughs> Where are we going with this? I don't know. <laughs> Star Trek, isn't it? <laughs> So she sends the suit away, and then she says, "Stand up, walk, right. left foot, right foot." And I'm like, uh, "The suit could have helped you get around a lot faster." <laughs> you didn't have to be running through the desert. And the desert, yeah. Uh, but yeah, or, may- also- or maybe it was so. Uh, for or I, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't work. What? Uh, just like alien people wouldn't detect her so easily so that she could speak up on them easier than they could speak up on her. Maybe. Whatever it is, sense. I bet we'll find out. Didn't, didn't the suit have a cloaking device or something? She could have just, like, hit it? But they did go into the future, so... I yeah. Know. Yeah, Maybe. now, they yeah. also said that the burn happened 100 or 120 years ago. Right. And that's not too long ago, considering this is the year you know, 3188, right? So that's like 900 years or 800 years, you know, 
I guess, 900 from their future or something like that. So that makes me think immediately my little nerd heart goes a a flutter and I'm like, dude, that means the Federation was going strong all the way up into like 3,100, right? Which we kind of already knew with the time travel stuff Mm -hmm. and Daniels and stuff. But like, and maybe that's what caused it, time travel, who knows? But I want to know what happened in the Federation in the 2700s, the 2900s, all that stuff. Did it, did it become mm-hmm. thousands of planets? Has it been going to war with other things? That's mm-hmm. what I well, want to know about. It, it leaves a lot open now. I mean, we're, we're 900 years in the future and we're seeing what's happening now. And, uh, you know, just it's kind of like when the original series bounced into the next generation. We had all that uncharted all those uncharted years of well, what happened in between all that? What enterprises were there? Uh, mm. What became of this race or what became, you know, so it, it offers now it offers 900 years of what happened? Where are they now? So, yeah. Uh, the third yeah. episode is going to be called feel the burn. So don't worry, <laughs> Ryan, you'll be able to get it. Right. You'll be able to feel the burn. And there's going to be a Bernie Sanders type alien. He's going to be like <laughs> Sandar Bernay. No, there's going to be two aliens. One named Bernay, the other one Sandar. <laughs> and a wink and a nod. <laughs> I was just remembering uh, you're giving yourself a Klingon name. Uh, oh, yeah. Ago. Because we were talking oh, yeah. about how since at the last virtual Trek con, right. uh, Rico was turned into a Klingon by Thomas Supernant. Yes. And that Klingon never got a name, and he was saying some very peculiar-sounding names. So the name that I thought of was Rikol. And, and in the way that the Klingons spell their name is R-I uh, Q, apostrophe. Apostrophe. Yeah, Q, yeah, apostrophe, then Q-O-H. And I said, son of Harry. Which well, I didn't say it with the French accent, but yeah, it sounded like French. It sounded French right there. <laughs> that sounded French. Yeah, yeah. Rico, sound of Harry, 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 Harry. Yeah, who, who was my father's name? So it was, I was like, because you know, well, like you know how like when uh, McCoy was, he was saying it. He was like. Leonard McCoy, son of son of I don't know. He he named his dad's name or something like that. He was like son of John. I don't know shit. But, you know, yeah. Kawhi. Spe- speaking of Kauai. that, uh, you guys remember the code uh, that Book had for his spaceship? By the way, hmm? they don't have. I guess in the future they don't have things yeah, in, sticky. in your computer. Yeah, they don't have things in your computer that don't say like, "Sorry, that passcode is too easy. You have to have capitals and you have to." Sticky's pretty yeah. quick and easy to figure out. I mean, what is that, like five, six yeah. letters? But when I heard sticky, I was like, is that a reference? I don't know, man. That sounded like, sounded like a yeah, reference sticky? to me, but I'm not going to go. No, I, I didn't. Actually, I thought it was a setup when he was doing that. I thought they would enter that code and it would cause something to happen. Right. That would like cool, initi- yeah. initiate well, some kind did. of thing. It did, yeah. Well, it, it released did. fluffy or whatever that I don't think they called it that, but I called it a, a lobster worm, which hey. was, I'm sorry, Melissa. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. It wasn't no, no. important. No, no, I was no. going to say it was kind of cute. <laughs> the big, the big, the big alien monster thingy. Yeah. I mean, it was only eating them out of self-defense. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is true. This is true. And then yeah. it was pretty docile. Right. Apparently, well, it swallows you whole and spits you back out whole. 
<laughs> right. doesn't actually doesn't actually take bites. No. I think I it was biting the other aliens though. Maybe it has fingers in its stomach because remember it was swallowing other aliens, but it was able to spit out Michael specifically. Right. And so it's like in the stomach, she's like, well, I guess we're dead together, huh, buddy? And then like, <laughs> and then the stomach was able to specifically grab her and be like, no, not you. You're right. staying in here. You're going through the rectum, buddy. But you, you're coming out here. You know, like you're out of here. Very good control yeah. of its stomach. Well, she was the last to go in and there were the, all those extra thingies in the throat. Exactly. It's got little so, fingers that yeah. back out. So maybe it was too full and it was just like, like, or I don't know. like a snake, <laughs> like a snake digests one rat at a time, but can eat like three at a three at once. I didn't so, know that. Well, well, snakes can eat birds. alligators. So yeah. alligators, yeah. I mean, yeah. humans. So yeah, I, I guess that would make sense. All right. Forget I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. I'm so ashamed. I'm so ashamed. Uh, um, uh, did anybody else see the Arabic that was inside of that uh, area um, when they went to go to the place to buy the, the, the lithium crystal stuff? Arabic, the language, like Arabic writing, or yeah, it looked like Arabic writing was inside of there. You know, there was a big, big like a. It was a very busy scene. It actually reminded me of the Free City from a Picard show, but it was kind of a busy atmosphere uh, that they were walking through. And yeah. if you saw the signs and all the like holographic signs and, and different things, one of them I thought was uh, Arabic writing. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They threw some mm. Arabic in there. Cool. And I actually thought that Booker's character was, was kind of based loosely on an Arabic type character. I just wanted to put mm. that. I was definitely looking for Easter eggs because, you know, a big scene like that, you know, they're going to have an article where it's like, did you spot the Easter eggs in the big old market scene? I don't think there were that, yeah, that many, but there are definitely going to be some. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I thought yeah. we would see quarks, some kind of quarks bar type. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe Sin quarks City kiosk. Social Club. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Quark's Quark's name at least survived in it. Sirak, I was interested to know who that Arabic character is that you thought book might be uh, related to or a reference to. No, I just thought that uh, the language that he was speaking, because there was was moments when he he would speak, and and the language, I just thought that there were words that seemed similar to uh, the spoken Arabic language. And and then I saw the writing inside of the... uh, area that they were with the little um I forgot what they called it but they called it the merc the mercantile area mm-hmm. where all the merchants were trading i felt like i saw uh, arabic writing so i just thought oh maybe they're uh incorporating something new mm-hmm. something you know something mm-hmm. a little bit different something borrowed yeah <laughs> something um, possible, yeah. possible. We, only, we already only have about five minutes left oh, so right. let's get some fun i know i know I'm livid too. You guys talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Um, So let's get some final thoughts on this. I mean, what's cool about this is there are really only three characters to go over and we went over them. So that's cool. There are, like I said, there was the Andorian and uh, Orion team. And it seems like Kurtzman likes to reimagine aliens. You know, we, how he turned Klingons into whatever those uh, things were Klingons. that were also Klingons. Yes, of course, also <laughs> Klingons. But they've made Andorians before. Andorians were these 
tiny little guys. Now they're big and tall. Uh, but I also noticed that the Orions, it seems like they're specifically making Orions super tall. Hmm. Like not necessarily big, but specifically very tall. So that's just an interesting thing to kind of see if that's the case. Uh, but I did like that Orion and Andorian duo that was kind of like squabbling. Like the one guy's yeah. in the middle of asking a question. The other guy's like, he asked you a question. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. I thought that was funny. <laughs> right. What, Jeff? Or they would both ask opposing questions, different questions at the same time. Yeah. Um, I, I like that too. Yeah, it's bad cop, chemistry. bad cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not really good chemistry. Well, I think for me, the, the, the thing I go, I leave with in this is, one, I feel like I'm beginning a new journey. So we're on the third season of a show, but I do feel like this is now the beginning of a whole new journey. Uh, I'm excited about the possibilities. So um, I do feel like they've kind of left the first two seasons back in the chapter and closed the book on that and said, let's start yeah. again. I'm enjoying the, uh, the possibilities. Um, the other thing I, I walk away from this is that... Um, Michael Burnham, um, the actress that plays his, her, Sinequa, is just yeah. Sinequa is just she's just fantastic to me. Mm -hmm. She's just she's a great actress. She eats up the screen. Um, she plays all the the beats. She plays all the emotions. Uh, I'd like to see her kind of have a little meltdown when they gave her the drug to sedate her or to make her tell the truth. I enjoy I enjoyed that version of herself kind of melting down a little bit. Um, and I just think she's a phenomenal actress, and I, I think they, they did the right job by hiring and casting her to, to be the lead in this show. Yeah. One quick thing on when she had that meltdown. There was a great line in there. I don't remember where it is in my notes, but she said, I have a friend with red hair. She should not have this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. We know, she doesn't we know need it. She doesn't, she doesn't need it. That's what she says. I have yeah. a friend with red hair. You cannot give it to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh that my was god. Great. Yes. That's that was great. Any final thoughts on this, Melissa? Um, I am really excited to see where this season goes. Um, the this first episode was, um was great it, with with the way it told the story and how it was um, very detailed and um, there was character development from the first guy that we saw on screen to to um, Michael's character to Booker's character the it, it, that was wonderful and it, it it's it laid some really wonderful seeds. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really excited. And I have to say that I, and this is a side, but <laughs> that I don't mind that Kurtzman reimagines the aliens. I, I think it's kind of neat that he uses his imagination to take these, these aliens that we know and plays around with them and makes them more alien rather than human. You know, so I, I don't mind that. I, it's, I like that he explores. Right. And, you know, 900 years in the future or 700 years from where the farthest we know, these aliens can also have evolved. Exactly. Like some of the yeah. Lurians can actually start talking for once or Andorians <laughs> can get taller, even though we saw them in the past taller. But yeah. it's true. Like aliens can also change even more drastically. Um, 
through evolution. Even though evolution yeah. doesn't go that fast, but with technology and, you know, sci-fi stuff, who knows? Anything going to happen. Yeah. Well, Rico? I, yeah. Well, just, just a quick piggyback off what Melissa's saying. I, I've always felt like, okay, maybe some people have issues with, like, the way the Klingons looked in, in, in Disco. But, you know, Kronos is a big planet. All Klingons don't look alike. At least, you know, in this case, even in Picard, they, 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 I thought brilliantly uh, solved the whole thing of why the Romulans all of a sudden have ridges on their forehead. You know, some are Northerners, some are Southerners or, right. or whatever. Exactly. And, I, and I love that. Said I was in one like, line, in one line, they explained right. it. He's a Northerner, you know, yeah. and it was just like, He's stubborn. I thought, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I was like, okay, that we, we just, we just had something answered that. I don't know if it was like an issue, but obviously when we first saw the Romulans, it was kind of like, oh, they got ridges on their forehead. <clears throat> when did that happen? So, you know, um, but going to my thoughts on it, I feel like, you know, Star Trek has always been a happy place for people who are, who are obviously are fans. And it's always helped to uh, help people in a, in a time of need, in a time of feeling whatever it is they may be feeling uh, in their life. And obviously, with what's happening, everything happening in 2020, um, it's great to always have Star Trek to, to, to look at if that's something that is a part of your happy place. But also when you get new Trek, you know, it's even it's 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 just more icing on the cake. So we we had lower decks and now we have uh, Discovery. And this is just all new new stories, new Trek, new mm-hmm. new furthering of the adventure uh, with respect to everything that was uh, that's been here before so you know i think it's a great it's always been a great happy place for people i think it's even more of that uh considering where we where we're at in in this lifetime in 2020 and it's you know it's only helping and even totally. with it will even with with what with what is happening with virtual trek con and mm-hmm. um with what you guys have, have put forth this is such a beautiful thing just because, and I want to say this publicly, this is a beautiful thing because it's literally taking what was stripped from us as far as like meeting together and having that camaraderie and that friendship and just seeing fellow nerds and fellow humans and fellow everybody who has that love and it's taking it and putting it in a digital form, but doing it in a way that is, it, it's, it's, it's great. And so many people are loving it because it is a great alternative to what we can't necessarily do right now. So I say that in relation to discovery, it's a great happy place. So Awesome. Well, thanks go. very much. We're going to have to end on that note. Um, but uh, uh, let me get a couple things in really quickly. Oh, two more Sorry, notes. Ryan. Two more um, notes. B flat what? and A sharp. That's <laughs> the same note. Want- <laughs> That's a music joke. Same note. I want to say that uh, I love the line space broke. I think that line came off in this episode uh, where a book, ah. book says, I'm space broke. I think that, should be it. <laughs> that needs to be on a T-shirt somewhere. Uh, it probably will be. That's like the Flintstones probably, would be like yeah. stone, stone broke. Stone yeah. broke, right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, space broke, I love. I also want to give a shout out to the scene where they um, beam up underwater and you get to see the, the water kind of disperse a little bit. I mm. love the underwater uh, mm-hmm beam into yeah. scene. I also like the idea of them maintaining the uh, Endangered Species Act and it's still being relevant mm-hmm. that many years into the future. We need to protect our endangered yeah. species. We need to uh, protect totally. life. And the last thing I want to say um, is the joke that I, I felt it was a joke when Booker says to Burnham, 
you're tr- you're pointing that antique at me, and he was yeah, talking about her funny. phaser. Yeah. Uh, uh, the irony there was that he had a, a sword or a knife in his hand. I'm thinking, what's more <laughs> antique than a knife? <laughs> you know, so uh, those are my points. Um, but overall, really love this, Beautiful. and I also want yeah. to say I love the idea of true believers because that's the thing yes. that really ended up this whole thing. And I think that all of us are true believers in our own way of Star Trek. We all see it yeah. um, in a place where we feel like it will eventually manifest and materialize. So I think we're in, a, in our own way, as we watch the shows, we are true believers uh, of the uh, of the idea of Star Trek. Agreed. Beautiful. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Now we have to go. Those were the so final anyway, jazz oh, notes. <laughs> uh, but thanks very much uh, for watching. Thanks very much for participating. Uh, you make it really easy on us. Rico and Melissa, thank you so much for joining. Everybody at home, thank you. Uh, check out the rest of Virtual TrekCon. And thank always, you to all the producers, all the producers that have helped us, uh, supported us this whole way through. So thank hell you yes. Always remember the seventh rule. You are now entering Odyssey Station. Please remain seated until docking is complete. Odyssey, dare to wonder. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.